0: From the top one, two. My mics sound nice, check one. My mic, sound nice, check two. My mic, sound nice, check three. Are you ready? So I got y'all. you And you do Hi, welcome to Conscious
1: Hypocrite. Welcome to Conscious Hypocrite.
0: This is Carly and Will. Yeah. Can you t- can you tell we have a microphone?
1: Oh, that's probably what we're trying to get our vocals on. Oh.
0: Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Here you go high. Me, I got I go low. Me. Okay. All
1: right. <laughs> um, um Yeah, so we got a new mic. Yes. Uh so we got a new toy to play with. Um appreciate the support. For the mic, you know who you are, and I love you for it. Thank you.
0: (laughs) So let's get into um, the last couple weeks since we posted an episode, which I guess was two weeks ago. Um, We talked about us recovering from COVID, and um, a few days after we posted that episode, the riots on Capitol Hill happened. We were both home still quarantining. And um, that shit was crazy.
1: Yeah, watching it live. Let me see my, let me see my feelings. Let me try to. I was watching it, right? And the, the trippy part about it, I was like, oh, shit, we do live, we live in two different Americas. Um, because if that was people of fucking color, there'd been blood all over the screen. It'd been wild. Um, But, you know. That wasn't the case. Um, there were um, law-abiding Trump supporters. Um,
0: law-abiding Trump supporters. <laughs> what are you talking? You mean they were, no, none of them were law-abiding? What are you talking about?
1: I just want to say it. Um, and they made some very poor decisions on the sixth of January. So when I saw no no people getting killed, I mean, four people died. Um, but I thought it was going to be at a different magnitude. I didn't see see a rubber bullet,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Um, I was like, Oh, you motherfuckers are going to jail. The FBI is going to knock at your door a week later, two weeks later. And all you fools are going (laughs) to jail and see if this president gives you a pardon. Mm.
0: I mean, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I think he is pardoning some of them. He had a whole pardon list going. We'll we'll talk about that when we get to the last days of Trump part of the show. Um, but you know, this this show is called Conscious Hypocrite. How many times have we talked about police brutality? Police reform, defund the police, on this show, and yet when I was sitting on the couch watching that, I wanted to see some skulls getting bashed. No. <laughs> I wanted to see, I wanted to see guts. You
1: want to see mayhem. And <laughs> I wanted murder. to see
0: mayhem. I wanted those police. I wanted those police to go full on brutality mode. Whoa. So that truly is. I, but I don't know if that's conscious hypocrite because these people were terror, like these were terrorists. That's doing- what you
1: expected from them because that's their behavior, right?
0: Right, but that also was why it wasn't so surprising because it's like, oh right, these people are. This is the blue lives matter crowd, Right. so right. they're not. That's why they're not cracking God. skulls.
1: They were p- taking selfies with these people. Right, helping them downstairs. It was it was wild. It's
0: just funny when you spend so much of time being like, police need to do this. We need to completely, you know, we should make a society where the police don't need to be whoop whoopty- whoop, and then when you're seeing racist on the steps of the Capitol. You're like, get them over here. In my mind, I'm like, over here, officer. You know, taser, please. Right. Telling them
1: all you fools.
0: (laughs) But also it's like, that's the sad thing too, is part of me expected them to police them. I still, even even despite all the fucked up stuff that's happened with police in the last however many decades, hundreds of years, I still expected them to do the right thing. And most of them didn't. A few of them did, but most of them didn't.
1: You know what, though, trip out, trip out. They kind of—I mean, they were overran. Their mm. their their lives were, were in jeopardy
0: because yes, because of how little because
1: how little, yeah of the security level of that place right. at the time, mm-hmm. and that was purposely all done right. So you got a couple of different things. Mm. I think they did their job. As well as they could do. I mean, them shooting people, what the hell is that gonna do? Start a war and then they put all their colleagues in jeopardy, they would have wiped those dudes all out. And mm-hmm. then I, I I don't know, you got a whole nother situation on your hands. So maybe that was um, what do you say? By by divine. Um, because that could have been all bad.
0: I see what you're saying. So you're saying, like, if they really, really had let it loose on those people that could have maybe started even more of a yes of a yes of a situation, of later. A situation That's a that is an later. interesting point yeah
1: you know so you got that part of it mm-hmm. so you know they pay they they playing the legal game i mean mm. that's what they got to do so these people being snatched up uh off of air, airplanes at their homes in different states mm-hmm. um
0: Um, I, I, there's a few stories that I've been saving for the podcast because I wanted to see if you had heard them before and I wanted it to be fresh. I didn't want to talk about it off, off, uh, Mike, which we do a lot where we'll talk about stuff and it's like, you know, fresh, I guess. So, um, did you hear about the, you remember the guy who had the horns, who was wearing the furry vest and all that stuff? Yes. Did you hear about what's going on the drama with him in jail? Did you hear anything about him?
1: So randomly, randomly. And I don't know how, I, f- I don't really follow this shit at all, you guys. So, I, don't know, I don't know how it ha- happened, overheard, or I heard this fool's in jail and complaining. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. Well, His you heard mama this. is complaining. <laughs> yes, okay, <you> heard this. <laughs> he's
1: not eating because this fool can't get a a, a vegan? Organic. Organic yeah. meal? Yeah.
0: Excuse me? What? But do you know what happened? He got his damn organic food. He's getting organic food in prison. And the wild part about it is that we, Will and I watched the show called 60 days in, which is where they put people. um, They put civilians in jail and there was the people, they pretend to be inmates. And the whole point of the show is that these people are trying to expose some of the messed up things that are happening in prison. Right. And so I remember there was one season where there was this, this black woman. And she had like a gluten intolerance or something. And so she, and she, and she filled all all her paperwork correctly and did what she was supposed to do. And yet still she couldn't get a meal that didn't, they just gave her the regular meal everyone else would get, but without the bread or without the whatever. So she would just be straight up eating like oranges all day. And that's it. (laughs) Like, and, 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 and this is somebody who is not only not really an inmate on camera, like just and so just imagine what's happening across the United States to um, prisoners who have dietary needs who are in prison over some bullshit that's not even anything close to fucking treason.
1: Homie <laughs> is what I call. He has the uh, Harry Potter cloak.
0: Oh. <laughs> um, the cloak of white supremacy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that is the cloak.
0: Yes. Now, Will, you can make all the Harry Potter references because now you understand. I
1: understand the, <laughs> the cloak for real, and yeah. he has the cloak. Um, very interesting. I wonder who his lawyer is, or or, well, he's a white male in the society.
0: He knows somebody who knows the so lawyer. He's probably
1: gonna, he's mm-hmm. going to get what he wants. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, it's set up for him to win.
0: Um, one perspective that I did not realize that AOC, um, said she did this whole Instagram talk where she was talking about just kind of what happened. Cause she was there. A lot of other, you know, Congress people were there and this is a perspective I didn't really think about, but she was like, kids were there. Like there's a daycare there. Like if this wasn't COVID times, there'd be way more kids. There'd be whole classes of DC kids g- coming to do field trips and stuff. Like this was way bigger than like your just pettiness against Nancy Pelosi or the vote count or whatever. You These know what I mean? Fools
1: came with weapons. They came with guns. They came armed. They came with pipe bombs that were real pipe bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, zip ties. They came with fools with zip ties, saying, "We looking for you, Nick. Ne- we looking for you." You have people Warriors. in there. We have people in there hiding.
0: Come out and play. They were yay. hiding.
1: They literally attacked a branch of government that day.
0: Period. A, a literal branch of government, yes. Our
1: our our, our leg a legislative, I believe. Sure. Is the branch. Sure. They yeah. Attacked.
0: <laughs> yes, because that's because judicial is the judge and the other one is the president. I think. You that's can right. look
1: you could you can fact check me.
0: Sure. But <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds right to me. That's what they did. Yeah.
1: Um, and that's what they That's what this, this presidency is going down as. Like that's what I remember Donald Trump as. Right. It's, it, forget everything else. Like it all. It all. It all boiled down to this. Like, you did all this shit for this moment, mm-hmm. and you, you you fulfilled it, do. You felt. You followed through, bro. You.
0: <laughs> and and it's interesting because this was kind of the last straw for. I guess Mitch McConnell and Mike Pence because he was calling both of them out, and now as of today, Mitch McConnell was like Trumps that Trump was the, the the main at fault for that. He was spreading lies, and of course he Trump threw Pence under the bus, which McConnell and Pence are not good people. They should have gone against him. You know, there's there's lots of things that should have happened, but it's like I don't know. It's too. They little... trying to
1: save faith. They trying to
0: exactly 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 exactly.
1: And yeah. Giuliani. Fuck Giuliani.
0: Well, Giuliani's going to rep. Isn't he representing Trump at Trump's impeachment?
1: Look, dude, fuck Giuliani. I don't care what the hell he did for 9-11. Fuck Giuliani.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Trump got impeached again. It seems like impeachment isn't a big deal, but I guess I didn't really know that the whole important part about impeachment is that when he goes to trial next, so the next time he goes to trial for this second impeachment, they can enact—is it the Twenty Fifth Amendment? Yeah, they can basically enact something that stops him from running again, which is important. So I guess that's why this second time with him going to court, hopefully, um, we can prevent him from being an office. That feels
1: like a uh, like a virus, like a. Uh herpes or something and he, you flare up you're gonna flare up if you don't take if, if you don't do something he's gonna pop up again like mm-hmm. that cancer
0: oh yeah totally You You're gonna
1: go back in remission dude totally we gotta get rid of the cancer
0: um is there anything else about <laughs> the capital stuff we need to touch on
1: so many different things well
0: i mean like I mean, shit i i was
1: shocked i couldn't believe what i was watching the elaborate the elaborate flag violations these people had is unbelievable
0: the lack of history knowledge the lack of just <laughs> oh basic understanding of oh, of how talk about it like <laughs> what do you understand the confederacy is like was against the united states
1: no like- it's american history carly <laughs> it's part of our history
0: oh my god
1: that's what that's the that's the argument why are you going to Go against history, American history. Oh, God. Rah, rah, rah. America. Yeah. America. Well, what was another trippy thing is a Confederate flag was in the Capitol. And mm-hmm. I was, uh, it took me a couple of days to really, like, think about it. I was like, how many motherfuckers died to keep that flag out of that building? And you got the fucking caucasity to just slide up in there mm-hmm. with the fucking flag. Mm-hmm. Damn, bro. Yeah. You bold. You bold, bro. Whoever you are with that flag, you a bold motherfucker, bro.
0: I mean, most of those people who are in there posing for <laughs> pictures are very, very bold because that's how you're really going to get caught up. A lot of those people are going to fall through the cracks, but how you get caught up is having your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk or walking around cheesing with a podium. With the
1: podium. Oh, I Like, love it. what? <laughs> I love it.
0: I- oh, oh, here's one thing that I don't know if you saw. There were these uh, black teenagers selling Trump hoodies outside. Oh, great! And they were making hundreds of dollars. Oh, hundred they were selling them for like eighty bucks a pop. Think give a fuck about that
1: man. <laughs> no, exactly, I exactly. Love it.
0: They were making exactly. They were talking about we hate Trump. We love
1: know. it. Maybe I should
0: make forty-five
1: beanies for you niggas. <laughs> Just put a forty. I don't give a fuck about that man, but I want. I'll take your money.
0: Oh well, you would have to make a website or drive out somewhere. I take your no, money. Certain things, it's not even worth money
1: though. You're dummies. All your dummies and sheep. You think you're going against the grain and 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 you're going against the government and all this because this dude wasn't a part of that uh, fraternity, but your your sheep your your brains are feeble, you know. Like you fell for hook, line, and sinker. All this dude did was take a, a show that he developed called The Apprentice and do that politically. And all you do is sell for it. He just a great brander. He
0: that's an insult to the apprentice because Apprentice, I mean, was actually well, a, the Apprentice was a good show. This presidency is nothing like
1: him on The Apprentice. That's what he did to y'all. He's a marketer. He knows how to just brand things and say things mm. over and over mm, mm. to let that part ring in your damn head. You got that right. He's like a DJ. I'm gonna just I'm gonna give you the hook. Mm-hmm. You go you got you got the hook? Fuck the song. You listen to that hook, though. Mm -hmm. Oh, that hook is dope. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Y'all just went for the hook.
0: Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Little pimp.
1: Little, (laughs) little, little pimp. I mean, pump. Damn.
0: Um. Okay, so I want to get into some more um recent stuff and the inauguration stuff, but I need to take a break.
1: I'm so glad that I ain't got to talk about that orange, weird-looking dude anymore. You know, one of our highest generals didn't even recall him. Uh, President Trump? Like He called him Mr. Trump?
0: It was the head of the FBI.
1: He called him Mr. Trump.
0: Never called him he never called President him Trump.
1: President Trump. He called him Mr. Trump. Think about that for a second.
0: A curse on you and your whole bloodline. <laughs>
1: oh, damn. That's what, I, that's what I have to say. Yeah, a
0: pox. That. A pox on your house. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Okay, so the inauguration was happening today, which is Wednesday, as we're recording this. Yeah. Um, Can you hear Tone meowing in the background? (laughs) I wonder if the... Hold on, let me put the mic next to Tone's face. Tone, where are you? Tone, do you have something to say to the people? Oh, God. Tone? 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 He's getting shy. I wonder if the mic will pick up the purring. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so the inauguration happened. Will um, had to go to work this morning. I had work too, but I was working from home. So um, what do you remember before you left for work?
1: What do I remember before I went to work? Let me see. Michelle Obama's outfit was on point i just remember like some purple some it looked soft i want to say what is that velvet <laughs> it, it looked nice whatever it was um well
0: so you basically saw everybody coming down the steps like people were arriving officially. right
1: the clintons had a funny energy because they weren't holding hands
0: i didn't even notice that
1: yeah i noticed weird funny shit um they had a funny aura energy about him. Bill seemed like he was chilling. Hillary seemed like she was walking through the walls of where she wanted to be. It was weird. Mm. I I don't... Never mind. And I noticed Hillary also was wearing a similar color as Michelle Obama.
0: Well, I think that all of the women, although they had different designers, I think they all collaborated because if you saw um, Kamala's, like, I think it was her... Her sister and all of the Biden daughters, like, they all had the same kind of coat. They were all monochromatic, which I love a monochromatic look. Like, so I think there was some kind of um, unity Unity involved involved. in the planning, yeah.
1: That's what's up. Um, And that's good to see, some unity, because there was a lack of unity um, and togetherness for the last four years.
0: But also fuck togetherness at this point.
1: Yeah, fuck it. I'm with it, too, you know? (laughs) I love my people, though. And, you know, my people come in all different shades and colors, sizes and sex orientations.
0: I mean, fuck togetherness with racists. That's what I mean. Oh, those motherfuckers. I I know that as a politician, you have to be like, let's unite the country, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, I just don't feel that way. Obviously,
1: Fuck a bigot. Nah, (laughs) nah, fuck a bigot. I don't even want to listen to him. They ain't got time for. If you don't understand by now, you you oblivious. You are a dodo, and you're going to be extinct. Good luck.
0: So there's a couple things I wanted to bring up um, before we continue with the inauguration to see if you knew um, about them. Okay. So (laughs) this is like Trump's, like we'll call this like Trump's last stand, I guess you can say. Um, Did you hear about the Garden of Heroes?
1: Never heard about it.
0: Okay. So one of the last things Trump's did is he decided to create a garden. I think it's called the garden of heroes. um, That's going to be at the white house or it's going to be somewhere in DC, which is going to be a bunch of different statues. And basically I feel like this is him trying to be like, Hey guys, look what I can do. Am I cool? Even though we all know everybody hates him. Um, So this is going to be a whole bunch of statues of basically Republicans and dead people. So, it's Republicans, uh, horrible people, and people who are dead so they have nothing. They can't uh, tell him not to do it. So, it's going to be people like um, Christopher Columbus, Andrew Jackson, Whitney Houston,
1: Kobe Bryant,
0: Alex Trebek, (laughs) Anthony Scalia. So, it's like, oh, God. What? (laughs) So, yeah, actually, let me like double check this. Where's my phone? What? And see, is it so? I'm, I think it's called a guard. I think it's going to be called the Garden, garden to- of this Heroes. This is
1: totally off topic, y'all. Do you guys know that KFC has made a game console that warms your chicken while you play it? If you don't believe me, look it up, dude. It is a real thing. Back to this garden of heroes.
0: Has that been fact checked? That that That, KFC PS4 that
1: it's not a PS. Don't I don't I don't know if it's a PS4. I know it's a game console, it might be the soldier boy, but it's a game console (laughs) that heats your chicken up while you play. If you haven't heard of it, you should look it up. It is it's a
0: thing. Okay, so in one of his final acts in office, President Donald Trump has issued an executive order. Naming notable figures to be honored in his controversial National Garden of American Heroes. Um, so yeah, he's just picks random people, some that make sense. Thomas Edison, George Washington, Rosa Parks, Helen Keller, Kobe Bryant. Um, it's just like weird and random and like uh yeah, so that's one thing he's he's doing. He looks like
1: he smells like pickle juice and beef jerky combined. That's what Donald Trump looks like he smells
0: like. Mm. So, I'm, leaving, I'm looking at the full list right now, and yeah, it's a lot of, like, very obvious people, but then also, like, a lot of, like, whys, like Christopher Columbus. Obviously, we know why Trump wants to do it, but, like, why is in, like, this is very strange. Oh, God, Barry Goldwater.
1: Like, chewed on beef jerky, though.
0: Ulysses S. Grant.
1: Ulysses on the $50 bill, for y'all that didn't know that, but you didn't know that.
0: Um... Yeah. So that's one thing um that he did before he left office. Um the other thing was he gave out some pardons. Do you know who he pardoned?
1: Pardon my friends, but I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just playing. Go, go, tell me tell me who
0: Um Little Wayne. From what? And, what? What? and Kodak Black. <laughs> Oh, he got Kodak out. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's got out yet, but he's pardoning his their he's pardoning their offenses. Because I think Wayne was about to get some drug, uh, not drug charges, some gun charges. I think or drug. I don't know, one or the other.
1: That's nice. Is it though? <laughs> it's very, very. Um...
0: But maybe that's why I know we talked about this. Maybe that's why Wayne did what he did so he could get pardoned. I would have did it too. Mm. I don't want to spend no time. I don't think Wayne would have spent time either way.
1: You don't you you don't know that.
0: True, we all know Wayne is strapped for cash. I don't remember if we you talked about this saying that because he sold his masters because he sold his masters. Look, yeah,
1: that that might not be true. He might take that money and generate it to do something else. I'm hoping Wayne is a successful businessman in the future.
0: Wait, what? No, I mean he did sell his masters. Yeah,
1: so hope he takes that money and doesn't fuck it off.
0: It's not about fucking it off. I just think he needed the money. Possibly. Yeah.
1: Possibly. He's got a lot of kids and shit. Um,
0: so Trump also pardoned Steve Bannon, and he pardoned, um, I think at least a handful of those um, notable people who were um, arrested after the Capitol Hill stuff. So,
1: um, uh, yep.
0: (laughs) But also Kodak Black was like, you know, has like rape allegations and molestation allegations. Like,
1: his homies were people with rape allegations.
0: Oh, Trump, yeah. That's who he fucks with. Yeah.
1: You know, he he got, he feel that energy, you know what I'm
0: saying? I was talking to my mom today and she was like, I had no idea, like, people who are into QAnon believe these crazy things. I was like, yeah, mom. And she was like, why do they think that? I was like, I don't know. What do you mean? Yeah. What are you asking me for? The
1: word that I've heard was, I learned on the 6th was echo chambers. <laughs> they're in the echo chambers so
0: does that mean like you're like you're just in that, this that's
1: their source of news and it's echoing over and over time. and there's and it's over and over again and and there's
0: nothing else getting nothing in.
1: else getting in yeah that is yours shit you get different um your weather is controlled by where you live at you know what i'm saying it is that's, a that's whole, like a deep
0: analogy. That's a whole nother your weather is controlled by where you live at. That's a really deep analogy.
1: The the weather news you get, but
0: No, it, but it, I'm saying like that is a phrase.
1: Yeah, I'm coming up with deep analogies and shit.
0: Oh wait, so what just happened?
1: Uh tone um Pressing buttons over here, being a cat.
0: Yeah, so it stopped the recording.
1: Yeah.
0: So Technical it's... difficulties. You know, we're doing like more stuff on the computer with this mic. So he's touching buttons and fighting cords and stuff.
1: Tone, tone, love the... you, tone.
0: Um, I don't remember what the last thing you we were talking about was. Uh, the
1: inauguration. About the inauguration. We were
0: talking about QAnon people and how. Yes. Yeah.
1: I don't understand how they believe that either. Hold on, you talking about PizzaGate and all that other weird. You talking about Hillary and that's why she deleted her files and. She, you know, she's got a whole, whole ring of Satan worshipers and this, that, and the other time out pimpin let's, let's have some facts here. If you want to go with what all that is, your homie, Donald Duckin has a picture with this dude named um um Epstein. I believe his name was Jeff Epstein, which had an Island full of underage hoes. What are you talking about to me? What are you t- and he made a statement about homie. Yeah, Jeff likes him young. He said it, QAnon. Look at this. You,
0: they can't see what's in front of their face. Fuck
1: all Just that. Let's see character. the facts. Yeah. And I ain't even trying to look at the facts, because it's a bunch of bullshit to me any fucking way. But any anyway.
0: Um. So... <laughs> I guess we can get back onto the inauguration. So will will oh, <laughs> taking himself out over there hurts my mind. Okay, so you saw like the president's coming down the stairs, right? That was like the last thing, right? About.
1: Okay, I, I, hold on, my man George Bush Jr. was acting a fool, cutting up, making jokes. I could tell he's making jokes underneath the mask. He was having a good old time. Oh, war crime, homie, <laughs> homie got brought up on war crimes, and everybody forget that and said uh, there was a war and. All they found was um pornographic tapes and shit, any any damn way. And they, and, and, and the weapons they found was the weapons that they dad his daddy gave him. And that's a whole nother story.
0: But it is funny how, like, how like <laughs> you know, everything is, is relative to Trump, right? So we're, like, watching George Bush this morning and, like, cracking up. Like, what do you think he's saying? I bet he's going to go find Michelle. Like, he hee what a goofy guy. And it's like, I was on the streets protesting this man when I was, like, in high school. Like, I went to, like, anti-George Bush protests. I, like, was so adamantly against him that he was, like, this evil president but he's just a whole different level compared to Donald Trump.
1: In, insertion is the word? The, 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 the
0: insertion? Free... Oh, insurrection?
1: Insurrection. So the first time I heard that word, insurrection, yeah. it was from George Bush Jr. that day. Talking about what? Talking about the people and Donald Trump. Donald Trump is committing an insurrection. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold oh, the fuck.
0: Oh, George I, Bush said that. George yeah, Bush
1: Jr. Yeah. I was like, George mm-hmm. Bush Jr. talking. Mm-hmm. Presidential? What what and I had to yeah. look up what the hell insurrect like interact. Well, that's
0: another thing too, is like even when we made fun of how bad George Bush was at speaking, but compared to Donald Trump, George Bush is fucking Maya Angelou compared Dude, to Donald Trump. Oh, don't like, go that far. <laughs> I mean yeah.
1: time out. Pause. <laughs> Rest in power, Michael Angelo.
0: Uh, who who
1: Michael. Angelou? Maya Angelo.
0: Angelou? You're saying Michelangelo. Michael.
1: Angelou? Maya Angelo i It's them. too
0: late. It's too late. It, it's too late in the evening. It's 825. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going crazy. Oh, well, can you guys hear Tom back there? Okay, so back to the inauguration. Um, so um, yes, okay. So let me tell you the coolest thing that I saw. There is a 22 year old woman, black woman, um, named uh named Amanda Gorman. And she spoke, she read a poem that was really dope. She <laughs> um, is a Harvard graduate. <laughs> she's the youngest inaugural poet and I think the youngest poet laureate. I've heard the term poet laureate before, but I didn't really know what it means. It just basically means you're a, po- a poet who's got a lot of um, achievements and accolades. So she's only freaking 22. She read this poem. I thought she did a really great job. It was Her outfit was fly. Um, if you <laughs> haven't seen the video of her reading the poem, go back and look at it.
1: Um, I saw that, actually. So, so
0: apparently she wrote it after the Capitol Hill stuff. So- like She wrote it in response to it. And the whole reason that she was asked to come to the inauguration is Jill Biden heard her speak at the Congressional Library. So she heard her speak and she invited her. So it was just cool. And I started following her on Instagram and looking at her, her video she took while she was – um, in the White House and the Capitol buildings and stuff, it was it was cool. It was cool. Uh, so you saw her speak, though. I did. part mm-hmm.
1: of, Part of my part of my day,
0: uh-huh.
1: I had a group, and my group was to let our clients that live there watch the inauguration. Oh my God, Tony. And um, that's what, that's you know okay, we're
0: still recording tones over here. here you so my
1: my job was to you know. Make sure if anything, anything, uh, happened that was negative or like somebody got shot on camera, mm, to
0: turn it to off. Turn it off. Dang,
1: dude. Um, that was my, that was, that was my job, but that didn't happen. And I'm glad it didn't. Uh, they practiced social distancing and all that. Um, but getting back to the poem, it was a good poem and I enjoyed watching it. I didn't really know who she was or anything like that. Um, she almost looked like she was doing sign language while she was like some of her movements while she was doing the poem. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it made me giggle.
0: There was um someone I actually don't remember because I was teaching at the time, but there was someone doing ASL and apparently it was a big deal. So I don't know if there was like that was the first time there was someone actually doing a full ASL kind of introduction or something. Oh. I should have looked this up, but I don't know. Anyways, um, there were certain points when I wasn't really fully paying attention because I was in class and I told my students, I'm like, I'm watching the inauguration right now. Um, but other than that, Lady Gaga saying It was fine. Lady, Ga- Lady Gaga is a great singer, but she sang. Um, I saw Paul,
1: I saw Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw? Yes.
0: No, Garth Brooks. I, <laughs> I don't know. I
1: say, I say Tim McGraw. I say Tim McGraw. Uh there's <sighs> a country dude and uh he Ooh. sung um, um, Amazing Grace.
0: Couldn't tell ya. Uh,
1: and that song's a trip. The dude that wrote Amazing Grace. Never never Um it
0: was Garth Brooks. Oh, sh- <laughs> Garth Brooks, not Tim McGraw.
1: Whatever. Um,
0: so JLo lo performed, Lady Gaga performed. <laughs> um, Lady Gaga's a great singer, but the, those these American songs are not just – they're just not good songs. So it's kind of like she's a good singer, whatever. J-Lo's not a good singer, but you couldn't really tell. J-Lo I mean, was there? J-Lo was there, yeah. A-Rod yeah. was there. Oh, my gosh. So after you left, the funniest thing was A-Rod was on the screen, and all the newscasters on like MSNBC were like – is that a rod and then somebody was like <laughs> well you know um his his fiance or his wife or whatever jennifer lopez is performing and they're like oh okay all right moving on uh, <laughs> it was like so funny it was like such a weird like the way that they were like huh what's a rod what <laughs> doing here
1: that's fucking um,
0: hilarious so a couple things honestly um joe biden's speech wasn't very great um I think he had to do. I think he had to do a lot of like, you know, this is a country we gotta unite. whoopty whoopty whoop. It just wasn't a very, you know, it was fine, whatever. Not a great speech, um, just whatever. Um,
1: Damn, shit on his speech like I that. I mean,
0: it's just it wasn't it wasn't one of it wasn't memorable, you know. Damn. Um,
1: it's cold. One thing
0: that was ill was watching. They like walked like Kamala and her family like walked between the different, um, and the Bidens. Walked in between the different um, events they were doing. They were walking, and of course they had a slew of like Secret Service and like cars around them. But they were walking. It was crazy.
1: Uh, I mean that's maybe to show their power and their comfortability. Well, no, of
0: course, and they definitely did it on purpose. Um, to, 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 that whole that whole say a point. that yeah.
1: whole. At, they they had that place locked down. They probably had their best snipers. Yeah. At a different little spot. Who knows. And maybe we assume in what they did, but my assumption was they had a team of dudes. What What's the best gun? What's the farthest gun you can shoot from? Right. Different,
0: oh, oh, totally. Totally. They um, went in. There's a few things I <laughs> wanted to they went in. point out before we... Okay. Yeah. So listen, like I said last episode, I am very um, progressive. I have a lot of friends who are very active to see they're like Democrats are just as evil. Biden's gonna Biden's not gonna do shit, X, ex- whatever, whatever, whatever. Like I said, I get it. Let us un- let us celebrate Trump not being a president. But today, one thing that also happened was immediately after all the pomp and circumstance, Biden signed a bunch of executive orders. What so, were those
1: executive orders? So one
0: was joining the the World National Horse the World Health Organization again. All right. so if you remember, Trump decided to leave the World Health Organization. All right. The next thing was joining <laughs> the Paris Climate Accord. So that was another thing that Trump left, which was about it's part of like the world being together on climate change. So that's All another right.
1: thing. He's just getting hotter.
0: He reversed the Muslim ban. Wow. Um, he stopped the Keystone Pipeline from continuing to... The
1: Keystone Pipeline? Yeah. So Get
0: other...
1: out of So here. listen,
0: I know... I Do you know... remember
1: that? Do you guys remember that fuckery? That was—we had a friend go over there as an activist, getting sprayed with pepper spray, all type with of crap. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah. So oh. there, there is a lot of work to do, but it's like, you know, you gotta at least have a little bit, like a little glimmer of like, okay, some things are gonna be good, be be cool. You know, like some things are gonna be moving in the right direction. Um. As far as police brutality and this police shit, I don't see That's this. You're never stop. Yeah, <laughs> but, okay. and, jo- and if it is Joe Biden and the ex-DDA oh, Kamala Harris, hell. that that is not. I mean, Joe Biden's a very as far as Democrats go, Joe Biden is very conservative. Um, so it's out of your hands, man.
1: That shit, shit's it's it's way too far, man. It's out of your hands, bro. You could try to say whatever you could say. Maybe have Swif- Swiffer justice for cops that uh, have these cases of police brutality and murder people on camera. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see a difference in that. But overall, when a person's in power like that and they feel how they're going to feel, you-, you can't control yeah.
0: them. I am, however, looking forward to a nice, boring few months or nice you know hopefully we can get to the point where it's not utter mayhem all the time that would be nice um it's also hilarious that like (laughs) we're fine we're like seeing celebrities at the inauguration do you like you remember like Trump was like really really scraping the bottom of the barrel to try to get anybody I don't remember who was there (laughs) I mean I don't think you would know them even if you yeah um
1: trash he gets he's a trash human being yeah you trash bro you're soulless bro. i don't care how much money you have you have no soul you can't buy a soul bro. Fuck out of here i hate oh fuck.
0: a pox on your house again i say it okay um i think that's it we can move on to the next thing that i want to talk about i think
1: what you want to talk about
0: well well let's move on let's take a break
1: take a all
0: right so this is the story that i wanted to talk about for at least a while now um because I just found out about it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. And it's related to um, IVF. So, like in vitro fertilization, like sperm, spermic type shit. So, this actually, for whatever reason, was a common topic at the beginning of our podcast. We talked about it a few times about drama with um, fertility clinics. Um, the last story that we talked about was about these white people in New Jersey. Who ended up having a half Asian baby, and because the sperm bank used the wrong sperm, I don't. Do you remember that at all?
1: Not really. But
0: keep going. Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I actually listened back to our old episode, and and when I'm when I speak about it, I'm kind of um questioning the validity of this lady's argument because we we talked about we were like, well, maybe she. Maybe she cheated on her husband and this was like, you know, a cover-up or whatever. But so I've recently learned that these sperm banks are not government regulated at all. So these sperm banks can do a lot of weird shit and get away with a lot of stuff. And I'm going to get into a very specific story. But one thing I wanted to talk about was the history of sperm donation. So it all started like, I believe it was like the early 1900s. And this woman went to this fertility doctor and or like OBGYN, but for the 1900s version of that, which is like kind of a little shady. Um, and she said that her and her husband couldn't have kids. And so um the doctor kind of did some tests on the, the husband and the wife, and he found out that the husband had gonorrhea. So he thought that might be the reason why they couldn't have kids. And so what he did is he used chloroform. He chloroformed the wife so that made, he made her, made her pass out. Whoa. He brought all of his medical students into the building. He picked the one he thought was the most handsome and had him artificially inseminate the woman. So we had him jerk off, and then he inserted the sperm into the woman. Follow. Um, but the woman didn't know that it wasn't her husband's sperm. She just <laughs> she just thought the doctor did some, I don't know, magic shit or whatever. <laughs> and um it didn't come to the light until that it didn't come to the light. <laughs> it didn't come to the light until until that medical student was um later in his life, he wrote like a book about it or like wrote an article about it Ooh, or something. All right. So, and the husband didn't tell the wife until cool world. until later. Um um, so, <laughs> so here's just some, some random facts. Um, one in 50 kids are from a lab donor or from in vitro fertilization. Test um, too, baby. yes. <laughs> um, so it's about $1,600. Um, I believe is how much you make per, um, load. <laughs> how much? 1,600. Oh no. Oh no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is the wrong fact. I was just so- say. We like, I don't need that. I'm but sorry. I can fucking fuck that. <laughs> I'm Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. So sixteen hundred is how much you pay for the sperm at a sperm bank. So you pay sixteen hundred okay. for the sperm, and okay. then you pay a thousand for the insemination. That's the typical price. Okay. So I'm sorry. Yes, but here's the deal. Um, people who work at sperm banks are not family doctors. They're more like <laughs> they're more like brokers. So they're more like salespeople. Sell, so they're not they, really like they sell on the sperm, right? Exactly. Exactly. Nana. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what
1: type of fuckery? are you doing?
0: So um, so this this is a story, and the reason why I'm telling this story is because I first heard it on Audible. <laughs> and I know Audible is not an app that people use. This isn't like a it's a hell of an Audible. <laughs> and so the this the title of this this Audible report was called <sighs> Donor 9623.
1: Okay. Donor 96323. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> so um basically donor nine six two three was the perfect sperm bank donor. He said he was he looked like Tom Cruise, but he was taller. He was a graduate student on his way to get a master's. He had a really high IQ. He was a proficient drummer. Um, XYZ, you know, like he was just this great guy, could speak multiple languages. Like on paper, he looks like the the perfect Sounds
1: daughter. like some
0: Gattaca shit. I don't even know what is Gattaca. I don't it's know what that a is. Movie
1: to where your um, your blood was like um, your credit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this was like a place in the future, Um and this dude was a natural birth, but and so he had birth the natural way, and then his brother. Was like genetically made to where they picked his eye color, his height. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Um,
1: and he had no diseases. Or yeah, nothing yeah. Like that. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of true movie. Movie if you haven't heard about it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: who's it? who's in it? I fuck. I don't know. Here, let's look this up right now because I love the fact that Will doesn't know the names of actors. Let's look up Gattaca. It was
1: a movie I watched in like tenth grade.
0: Yeah, it came out in ninety seven, so that makes sense. Um. Oh, hey. Um. What's his face?
1: Is that Uma Thurman?
0: Danny DeVito, Ethan Hawke, Uma Thurman, Jude Law. Wow, let's watch this. I want to watch this. You don't? Have you never seen Gattaca? No. This shit is. I Ill. was eight when this movie came out. Ernest Borgnine. Wow. I have to write a
1: paper on Alan this. Arkin. I have to write a paper on this in tenth grade. The
0: film presents a biopunk vision of a future society driven by eugenics, where potential children are conceived through genetic selection to ensure they possess the best hereditary traits of their parents. Oh, dope. That sounds like just what we're talking about. Okay. Anyways, back to donor nine six two three. Right. Um. Anyway, so on paper he's the best guy, but let me tell you this: Whenever people say they have a high IQ, and that's what they lead with, that tells me that they're not smart. What? People who say, "Oh, my IQ is this," or I, if you have to brag about being smart, you're not smart. What do you mean? Nobody who says my IQ is uh, 17, blah blah blah. No. That's your. No. If you have to say what your <laughs> IQ what your IQ is, maybe you're not smart. Got,
1: maybe they don't have a, a a good social base, so that's a part of their conversation.
0: How smart they are. Okay, fair, fair, okay. Uh-huh. Um, I have to burp. Excuse me. Let me burp on the mic as loud as I can. Let's see how this this microphone really really works. So uh. appropriate. <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. Um, so, anyways, so, so, so what? I mean, I'm putting myself in the position of these people who are looking for sperm donors. But I imagine I would look at something like that and think this is way too good to be true. What the fuck? I would also think, like, if you're all of these things, why are you donating to a sperm bank? Is that fucked? a fucked up thought?
1: <laughs> say, say that one more time. If, what? if
0: you are all of these things, right. why are you donating to a sperm bank? It's a
1: hustle, baby. It's a hustle. What you mean? So. <laughs> How much time out? It, it, it depends. That's a smart move. And you marketing your sperm and you spend, eight, eight, what, five, five, ten minutes in a room, but do your business in mm-hmm, a cup mm-hmm. and you make X amount of dollars?
0: Mm-hmm. What? Mm hmm. Just well, sign me up dude. Well, so um, I don't remember when this was, but <laughs> someone did try to have a bunch of like super smart babies smart and they baby. wanted to get all the Nobel Prize winners and like really smart people to like donate their sperm and wanted to create really smart babies yeah. but they couldn't do it because nobody wanted to do it. nobody wanted to participate no, no Nobel Prize Nobel Prize yeah, winners. He didn't want to bust that in a cup
1: and send it ship it, ship it often.
0: But that's what I'm saying so why so anyways whatever
1: he hustling. <laughs> Anyways, he could be kind of, he might not be, he might not, he might not be smart, but he's smart enough to get a dollar bill.
0: Well, we're gonna get to that, <laughs> okay? So, um, <laughs> so one thing that, um, he was it
1: be smart, but he's smart. Go ahead, Mr. Speaker.
0: So, one thing that was interesting to me that I did not realize was that, um, well, usually when there was in vitro fertilization or sperm donation insemination. Um, they, you, for a while they were doing it in hospitals. That was okay. like the big thing. Right. So they would free, you know, do whatever. And they do it in hospitals. But when the AIDS epidemic happened, um, a shift. they had to, well, when the AIDS epidemic happened, they had to test the sperm. And so they had to freeze it so that they could test it. It was like a whole wow. thing. And so a lot of hospitals didn't have the space to have all these sperm samples and freeze them and do all this stuff. So these sperm banks popped up because they could just be that on their own. own. But then, like I said, they're not regulated by the government. So it's like, they can get away with like just doing kind of shady, like car salesman type shit, like kind of pushing donors on certain people being like, Oh, you know, this donor sells really well. Let's market this donor a lot. Let's make, talk this donor up. Um, yeah, right. Right. Um, I had no idea the game was like that. Right. So, um, well, it's a sperm bank game today. So, um, so anyways, so um, there's this one woman who they talk about in the show. Um, that I was listening to this Audible thing. Um, she her son was the uh, birthed from donor nine six two three. That was her, 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 she used this, she was in, I believe, um, a lesbian relationship. And so she was inseminated with donor 9623 and she had a son and her son <laughs> and her son, you know, thought he had this dad that was like, um, you know, this amazing, she, cause he, she got the donor sperm profile. So he thought his dad was a super smart guy, knew lots of languages. Um, and this kid was just wigging out at school, wigging out ran away from the school at like age seven, just walked off. What? And she's getting calls from the principal being like, Hey, we don't know where your son is. He just walked off. Police are coming. The kid says he wants to kill himself. All this crazy shit's happening with her son and she can't figure out why. Um, Fast forward to he's 14 years old. He's still going through some shit, but I think he's seen a therapist, you know, things are happening, whatever. And he just decides to look up donor 9623 because his mom is very open with him. And so she's the whole time told him, this is your donor, you know, shows him the information, all that stuff. So the same kid, he's 14 years old. He looks up donor 9623 and finds an article um, about the donor. Um, and it's, But the thing about it is he finds an article where it's a scandal because a woman is suing the donor because he did not, he was not truthful about himself and his medical history. So donor 9623 has schizophrenia. Oh, um, he has something related to bipolar. Let me see if you know what this is. Um he has it's not bipolar, but it's something oh, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not schizophrenia. It's called schizophreniform. Um basically, I guess it's kind of like schizophrenia, but it it goes in waves. Goes in waves. Yeah. 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 Um so, anyways. Wow. Um, so this That's guy like twist. Yes. Um, so so um so he was a schizophrenic
1: busting nuts and made a and made a profile. So he was smart.
0: He had grandiose delusions and psychosis, yeah, yes.
1: Most definitely.
0: So um
1: It was two different people when he was busting those nuts.
0: Right. So this is so oh, separate, shit. separate from this woman and her son. <laughs> so separate, so, so the separate from this woman and her son. It's not funny. So this is a, this is a separate, separate, okay. separate situation. So. There's a Facebook group oh, of women who, um, <laughs> who. <laughs> Can I, <laughs> you, you... okay. So there's a Facebook group of, of women that are for donor 9623. They all have realized that they're all, they all figured out that they all use the same donor. Okay. So they all know that their kids are all half siblings Gosh. and they vacation together. They like hanging out, they're sending the donor, scrapbooks of all the the kids like they're sending it to the donor well basically they, they don't send it directly to the donor what? they they send it to the sperm bank and the sperm bank passes it on to the donor so they don't know the guy's identity because they're not supposed to
1: HIPAA violations
0: right and he says he doesn't want to be known or whatever so um so they're sending him scrapbooks or doing all this whatever whatever and then unintentionally the sperm bank messages one of the women and accidentally attaches his email address with his full with his name So his name is Chris. um, And then his last name starts with an A. I don't remember what it was. But so Chris. And so one of the women gets it. And so she looks up his name and she finds, you know, drug arrests, you know, incarceration. And she finds all of this stuff about him and shares it with the rest of the group. So they're kind of freaking out. Um, (laughs) And Chris donated for 13 years.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. And I think you can donate each year. You can donate a minimum of 36 times. Or no, I'm sorry. Maybe like a maximum of 36 times. Um, you and the whole the whole idea is that is that the, <laughs> these banks want you to sell as much as possible. So if there's a popular donor, they're trying to push him as much as possible. Um, what? Anyways, and so, this
1: was what, what? you? How? What era was this? How long ago?
0: This was, I believe, the 2000s because yeah, I, I remember. I think her, the I think the That's just like the wild wild west, right? So the son is like I think that the kid in the first story, the kid who was le- running away from school and all that stuff. I think he's like maybe eighteen now, maybe around that age. Is he
1: all right? Is he doing okay? I think
0: I think so. I think now that these parents know what to expect, expect they right? Um. So here's where it gets kind of dicey. Um, kind of what? <laughs> well, I mean, like <laughs> even more dicey, I guess. So, um. <laughs> a few of these people are suing the sperm bank as, as they should. Um, But the thing about it is it's weird because a, you can't technically prove that this is an inherited thing, although it's very extremely likely that these things are inherited. Mm You can't really prove that it's inherited, you know? Um, And so basically in order for them to win some of these cases, especially in, in States like Georgia is they have to say it was a wrongful birth.
1: What is that? What is that even? What's, what's the definition of a wrongful birth? Like, what is that even? It
0: basically saying like I, if I had no, it's saying like if I had known, I wouldn't have. Oh, whoops. if you had known, you had what? Oh, we're still talking. Okay. Oh, I thought I was about to hit it. Um, if I had known, I wouldn't have had you. Or like, you know, it's kind of like so. I got you. so these people don't want to... They they don't want to say it's a wrongful birth, but that's the only way they could win these court cases in certain states. But then the kids would know about.
1: All of that, and that will cause even more trauma to these kids that are already. Uh,
0: I mean, I think if you're upfront with your kid about what's going on, you're like, "I have to say wrongful birth." Obviously, I want you here, but I mean, I don't know. It's really complicated.
1: Really complicated. Um,
0: That's yeah.
1: Sticky man. That's past dicey, man. Yeah. It's past a
0: dice. So, Shit. so basically, um, so this guy, so donor nine six two three, this guy Chris. Basically, it sounded like he um, did a lot of LSD and had and that was part of his like he probably would have became he would have he would have still had his mental illness that he has, but it was triggered um, a lot by his or it happened quicker, I guess. I don't know how it works, but basically, apparently, according to his friends, he was he was a little more manageable and then he took a lot of LSD and then that made him a little more. Yeah,
1: I've heard some stories about taking too much acid, but it's all about the person.
0: And also psychedelics. If you have certain things in your in your family, psychedelics can can trigger certain yeah, things.
1: Yeah, tr- bring it out.
0: Yeah. Bring um. It out. But yeah, so this guy was having these. Um. I mean, it's it's hard to tell when you listen to the to the interview with him because they do end up interviewing him if like he was in a bad place and he was just trying to make money if he wasn't really thinking about it. I honestly think he had these delusions of grandeur and he wanted to this is how he wanted to spread his spread seed. Spread his seed. Yeah. Oh,
1: what a sick dude. Yeah. What a sick dude. Whoa. Yeah. He telecomed you, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> telecom Yeah. What a t- how is this what do you mean?
1: Blackfish. A t- oh. <laughs> telecom Tillicum's still busting us. We still have Oh, til- that's what you mean. <laughs> we still have tilicum babies. telecom's crazy. That's
0: right. That's right. A yeah. killer. Yeah.
1: At SeaWorld, and they use his sperm to yeah. make all the other babies. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Um get with me, baby.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I had no no idea about that with sperm banks. And um. Wild. Yeah, so hopefully this changes the way that they regulate that stuff. <laughs>
1: they, they ain't doing nothing. What are you talking about? They got that all that old sperm just sitting there.
0: <laughs> old sperm just. sitting I don't sitting even know in. how
1: they. Yeah, it's weird. I don't even know. It makes me want to look into the whole process of. Does it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do I have to like? Do I have to apply and like? I
0: mean, I don't know. I said that was. I said that it was sixteen hundred. You perked make, up. You make, perked up really quickly. Make a resi, oh,
1: fuck it's sixteen hundred for a couple. Of,
0: sperm <laughs> what I don't know if we need money that bad already you. oh gross already like gross ew I don't like that well oh. oh, that's not okay I don't like, like that commercial dude. okay like commercial bread. so um <laughs> yeah I think that obviously you could tell when you were listening to when you listen to these women talk that like there's some that really were prepared, like you know i think it's all about just preparing your kid for these possibilities and once they had that information about the donor they were able to kind of prepare their kid but it's just hard it's a
1: doozy dude if i ever heard one right the term of a term word doozy Mm -hmm.
0: that is that um i guess that's all i wanted to say about that i kind of twist uh, um, I kind of wanted to to talk about that movie surrogate that we watched, but I don't know if we need to even because that kind of connects to this, but I don't know surrogate. if it really
1: we watched the movie. Oh What the shit. We could talk about it real brief. I mean, fuck it. Let's get a let's give a go.
0: Okay, so we watched this movie called Surrogate. I don't remember if it was on Amazon Prime or what it was, but basically, long story short, um a gay couple, a male gay couple, um uses their best friend to Um, be the surrogate for their kid. And then once she gets pregnant, she takes the test and finds out that the kid's going to have Down syndrome. And it causes a bunch of drama because she's trying to become part of the down syndrome community yeah, and learn know. more about it. And then the gay couple is like kind of really against it. Doesn't do it. And so okay. at the very end, it's not a really a very good movie. Good movie <laughs> the, the acting is good, but it's no, not a good movie. Not a good movie um, so you don't need to watch it anyways, but long story short, um, she decides to keep the baby and keep them out of it. Cause they want her to get an abortion. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need to know. It's called surrogate. <laughs> um, but anyways, so, like, I think that certain things, and I was telling this to Will, like, I I think certain things would be easier for me to deal with as a parent. Obviously, I don't have a kid. I have a stepkid, but I don't have a kid. But I think certain things would be easier for me to deal with, especially if you're prepared early, than others. Like, I think... um, I, I mean, I think if anything, this movie was a great example of her showing like, yeah, you learned about Down syndrome, you go into the community. And I think there's so few um, super high functioning Down syndrome people that people with Down syndrome that we see in the media that we have this stigma against them when really there's a ton of high functioning people with Down syndrome. Yeah. And so then you think about this guy with the um, with the 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 don't this this donor nine six two three you think about this guy Chris and you think like would I want my kid to have like obviously these people didn't know they were possibly having their kids have the chance oh, of being schizophrenic shit. but it's like if you if you know your kid's gonna have Down syndrome or you know your kid's gonna have this from the get go then you can you can that's you can shit. prepare for it but it's like the hard part is when it's like thrown in and you don't know, oh, you know? Man. Like I don't know if that makes if that can if if these tie in together it at all. It doesn't make it feel
1: <laughs> better about what was happening and what that dude was doing.
0: I guess that what what I'm saying also man. though is in general there just needs to be more representation of people with mental illnesses or or disabilities. I don't even know if that's the politically correct term really, but like. I think the more we see, like, because I have friends who are schizophrenic that are totally manageable, totally high functioning. I think the more that we see people like that, the less it'll make people really freaked out when they get these diagnoses or they find out their kid might be X, Y, or Z. You know?
1: Yeah. It's all
0: about representation.
1: You got it's a lot of work.
0: It's yeah. Some work.
1: I know that, um, and it's very possible to do um, with the right resources. Hmm. Um, I don't think a lot of families have the proper resources in all places when you talk about forms of schizophrenia and all that other stuff for parents to get the right support. I
0: don't
1: mm. I don't even think they would actually know where to go or see the signs. Or, yeah. And that's a whole nother topic. Um, what was I about to say? I don't know. Not too sure. But yeah, it, it's a problem. But also there are very smart people that are schizophrenic i met a, a lot of oh, them. Oh,
0: totally, yeah. You know,
1: um, it's not like a death sentence, you know.
0: I just think we have, like, kind of a hierarchy of, like, what is appropriate mental, like, like, yes. you know what I mean? And yes. I don't know that we should have a hierarchy, yes. you know. I think we should just get better at figuring out that, that ways has, to deal with stuff.
1: deal with, like, the whole school system and everything, too. So.
0: Yeah, the school system and, yeah, totally. And just, so, yeah. Um, Uh, my like uncle is, this is what I guess we'll just close to this. My, my uncle is, he has something he's autistic, has Asperger's something. He's got something going on. He's got a lot of stuff going on, but he is 60 years old. They didn't catch that. Nobody tested for anything. Nobody knew anything. My grandma hid him away. Like, you know, and he just completely, his life is so, his life is so different than I'm sure of what it would be if he was growing up now, you know? Like, because I do remember him as like a nice kind person. And I think he's gotten worse over the years just because he's gotten older and he doesn't have support around him. And like, it's crazy. Like when you're a kid and you see this person, you're like, Oh yeah, that's my funny uncle. Like, Oh, that's my funny uncle. Like, Oh, he's my uncle's quiet. And then you get older and you're like, damn, like he has, needs help and nobody's helped him. And he's just been like, just let loose to try to like figure it out for himself, you know? And like, it's crazy. Um, my grandmother died and she left her house to two of her kids that were living in the house. And he, that this uncle I'm speaking of is one of the people. So that makes me very happy that they both get the house and they get her money. So she left them the house. She left them however much money she had, um, for them to Whatever do means. whatever you know um so and my other uncle's very capable it's just this uncle that is i don't even really like so much as i got older he was less around me like okay. he he do
1: you know if he ever had like any severe head trauma like into a, got into a car accident i have no idea
0: i know he can't read
1: really? yeah i know he something.
0: can't read um at all at all i don't think so huh. yeah Um, but like I said, he made himself way more scarce the older I got. Like I actually remember having interactions with him when I was a kid and then like probably the last like 15 years, he would like say hi and then walk away and go into his room. My mom said she's actually never been in his room. And I was thinking it would be, it'd be funny if we went in there and it was all like these like hyper-realistic drawings or like some Rain Man type shit, like, or like uncovering like some really like abstract, like math formulas, (laughs) but you know, like, you know, Sa- this is we're talking like San Bernardino in the fifties, San Bernardino like rough <laughs> being Mexican in San Bernardino in the fifties like nobody gave a fuck about this kid and what was going on with him nah. and his mom didn't give a fuck about you know and I mean she loved him but it was like you know she um yeah <laughs> anyways we're living in the good I guess the point I'm trying to make is representation is good we need to all we need to move forward towards um you know being more accepting of these things and and maybe if donor 9623 had well if he put schizophrenic i don't know that anybody would have but i mean like if we make this more of like a socially acceptable thing or like more i don't know
1: i hear what you trying i hear what you getting
0: like if he so the thing is he did i i didn't say this part he did lie about everything pretty much so he lied about the school he lied about the languages but like let's say these 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 sperm banks could actually like Actually did background checks, which they don't so Check that, that this was out. that was another thing go
1: ahead
0: so say like think about you yourself as a person how much would what, what would a person have to have to offset schizophrenia? you know what I mean like what like what if really he could speak like what would make it so you you would have
1: to know he was like a known popular person like a will Smith right if, if that was the right case. you'd have to or, like actually uh, see this person. See that person yeah and know oh that's what they dealt with publicly totally and they were able to do this
0: which is another thing why it's more representation because i'm sure like if you know like jack black or whoever was like oh yeah by the way i have asperger's you're like oh wow jack black has asperger's like he's there's
1: a one football player that came out and said he had bipolar yeah forget his name he's retired now yeah um
0: oh man
1: um, yeah i forget his name but you know, I mean that—that's being upfront and honest. And maybe they like the qualities of that person. And yeah. You would have to be upfront, that's, right? That's all. I'm saying.
0: Hopefully, this is all moving into re- to a direction where maybe, like, fifty years down the line, we see I mean, some yeah. changes. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I'm done talking. That's the end of the episode. We're we don't even talking. need to do an outro. I'm so done talking.
1: We don't need to do an outro, but we out, yo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye.
1: Peace out.